pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. 
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
edition of the patriot party podcast i am the making with me of course is my much better beloved better half v lynn welcome back patriots so what's going on fuckers so 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 what is going on you tell me you came in fucking both barrels blazing for no reason no 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 i, I agree leo teenager stripping is a little weird it is weird um but it's it was just kind of fit middlemen middlemen mm -hmm. um hmm. anywho the uh, no so today very weird 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 day mm -hmm. because first we woke up found out like i guess a tornado came whipping by our area oh yeah or something of that nature oh, oh yeah because it well it didn't come by our area if you it missed our neighborhood entirely like, we heard about all this damage that was done in our neighborhood and we're like what and i'm like i'm, I'm thinking to myself man that's got to be over on the other side that's got to be on the far south side and they were saying on the news they were like showing these pictures of this one road that i drive on every morning i'm like no nah, okay that's like rough right up the road then so I was when i left to go to work this morning driving up the road i'm like where's all this damage because i pulled out of my neighborhood i'm on the road just puttering up da, 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 driving up the road i'm like where's all this damage then all of a sudden i hit this one spot where holy shit it's like a everywhere. fucking war went off mm -hmm. and i was like holy shit yes, trees like getting thrown and i was like damn oh yeah not very far i was like i'm glad that i am not a firefighter anymore so I, I went out and inspected my gardens, of course, to make sure there was no damage. And um, I, I have to say, I, I did lose a little bit. I lost one inch of lettuce in two places where it looks like a pine cone slammed into it and just like shoveled it up right out. Anyway, I fed that shit to the chickens. Um, <laughs> that was it. And so I lost, I lost one inch of lettuce in two, two spots. That's it. Yeah, it's actually probably um, one of your chickens. And no, no, because there was nothing. I mean, they were. Oh, oh, oh no, no, because no, I went out yesterday when I was trying to get them all in before the storm hit. Uh huh. And uh, two of them were in your garden. I don't know. All right, whatever. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I've never seen them in my gardens, but they probably they are all. They are all up and they get, oh my God. Anyway. They are fucking that garden six different ways from Sunday. And, and yet I, it's all fine. Like there's no, everything's come up. 
I mean, the ducks stick their heads in the side, so I had to put more fencing along the outside there. <laughs> they go in and start chewing it up. They ate all the they ate all the <laughs> spinach on one side, um, and they ate the whole back row of the uh, the lettuce um, palette. Little, little shit. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, so I put more fencing up around the outside there, so they can't get to that. So. The green fencing too that they can't stick their head through. The ducks are hysterical. They're they, so funny. They're the dumbest, smartest creatures I've ever seen. <laughs> the gator came and said hi to them again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so and they weren't even that close to the shoreline. Like they were just chilling kind of over by their pool. And like the gator just came up and like opened his mouth. It was like, hey, and they were like, No. They all freaked Ooh, out and started yelling. That's awesome. And then um, I, I've been waiting for him to do that. Yeah, they that's all freaked good. out and started yelling that's at good, me. And good. I was like, I saw him, y'all. What time? Uh, and it was probably about one o'clock. All right, perfect. And then I went back inside and I came back out and they had to tell me all about it all over again. And they were like, the gator was here. I was like, I know, y'all. I was I was right here with you. Like, but the gator was here. Yeah, they were freaking out. It was very funny. So. The smartest dumbest And then birds. all the chickens went right up to the shoreline. They were like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> they're fucking dumber. <laughs> oh, yes. Only your chickens. <laughs> so anyway, um, then after that, I got a, uh, a phone call mm-hmm. uh, from... An old Mick is most definitely still a lesbo. An oldie but goodie source. And uh, he said, uh, I I guess he's listened or he's heard a couple things. And uh, did he call you Michaela? And he said, uh, (laughs) Hey, um, you know, I think if you wanted to get to Trump, you're doing it the wrong way. I don't want to get to Trump. But okay. I I said, well, what do you, what do you mean? I said, he said, if all if all you're waiting for is him to come out against this vaccine, you're going about it the wrong way by trying to convince him. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. What what what's your point? He said. Maybe you should stop lo- stop looking at him and start looking at her. Mm. I said, "Oh, so is this who I think it is?" Let me. Yes, okay. it is exactly who you think it is. Okay. Uh, so he has placement and access yeah, 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 in yeah, this yeah, situation. Totally. Yep. So how um, do we get to her? That is something I wanted you guys to listen to real quick for all my female listeners. You know how there's the mama bears? Yeah. But the mama bears are for who? Donald J. Trump, right? Mm-hmm. I want to do mama bears for Melania. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what I want you to do. Did Baron get jabbed? Is, oh yeah, that's a problem. Yep. That's a problem. That's what I understand is the issue in the household right now he did get jabbed and he's having issues yes yes so listen stop that's wonder i haven't seen him you know i've been worried about him that's where my information comes in okay listen all right this is what i want to do i want to get the female listeners with you okay 
and I want you ladies to put together the female wolf pack, and I want you ladies to name yourself the Mama Bears from Melania. I have thought about this all day long. There is no way we can fail at this. Think about this. Mm-hmm. What is the quickest way to get to a man? Through his wife. Go through his wife. Every single time. Every single time. Every when single she time. closes those legs, let me tell you something. We snap too. Yes, ma'am. What is that you would like me to do? So listen to me. I need you ladies to get together, get enough ladies on board, start sponsoring this thing, and start reaching out to her tribe. I, we've got contacts. We've got people we can get in touch with. We know people who know people mm-hmm. who can get us in with her specifically. Yep. We start doing Trump. We start making Trump rallies where we have the signs, you know, the mama bears, mama bears from, from Melania. Melania. If you don't think Donald Trump is not going to call you out from stage, you need to start sending me the shit you're smoking because we're not the same high. I guess maybe we don't smoke the same. John, if we can heal Baron. Do you know what we could do? Oh, my God. All right. So listen. I've been thinking about this. How do we go about this? It's very simple. And and it's not a question on if we can heal him. I know I can heal him. I'm not concerned about that. It's getting the access to do it. So we've got. And yes, y'all, Jerry Springer died. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, No shit. He died last night. He, uh, He was diagnosed with cancer a month ago and he died last night in his sleep at home. Well, anyway, I, I I wish I had a clip from like one of the shows where everybody goes nuts because that's like was the greatest shit to watch back in the day. I used to watch that shit all the time. Yep. Oh man. Yep. Now now we'll never know who uh, Jay Kwando's daddy is. So. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Oh Oh, my god. (laughs) Anyway, Mama Bears from Melania. I'm all about that. I, I just think that if we get to her, yeah, we can change his mind. Yeah. I I mean, you guys have all the information. All of it. It's it is not hard. We could talk about this shit for days and hours and years. I mean, I could literally spout you facts, statistics, personal stories. Um, we, 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 anecdotes. I mean, all you day long. all know this shit. You ladies all know this shit. If you ladies got together and did this. I think I think you're going to find out that she's going to be very responsive to this. I can't tell you how I know that. Okay. I know how you know that and that's true. 
I, I, I just, I, if you've heard, if you've you heard guys, that from him, then it's absolutely you guys a thousand have, percent. You can take it to the bank. You guys have to trust me on this one. I've, I've got a lot of, did Ivanka's kids get jabbed? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, that I don't know. I just know the inner of what I told you. I gotcha. What I just told you is the most I know is that there is an issue. There is something going on with Baron. Don't know what. Okay. He's having some sort of a reaction to whatever he got. Um, okay. DJT, I have no idea. Uh, her, I know that I, if he's bringing this to me and telling me that we have an avenue there, I'm trying to relay to you that there is a route here. If it's we do it. It's not just an avenue. Right. It's a fucking highway with a police escort. Yes. I, I mean, we're, we're being granted access to the inner circle of something that, yeah, I don't even know what the inner circle of that is. So, okay. or what that it even entails. But I, I would think that if we did it with all the ladies of the wolf pack, we get everybody together. We do a, I don't know how we put this together or what we have I'll start, to do. I'll start it on Twitter. We're start, we'll start it as a Twitter storm. Um, Cause I, she, I know she's on Twitter, obviously on truth as well. Um, and uh, let her know that we can, we can help at the very least mitigate his symptoms, if not completely cure him. Hashtag, you know, you know, whatever we got to do, mama bears from Milani. I just, mm -hmm. I, I think if you, you would be higher than a kite, if you don't think at the next rally, if somebody held up a sign, mama bears from Melania, Donald Trump would not call that out, especially if it was big enough and you were close enough and he could see it. Um, oh, shit. Hey, yeah, that was just, a nice little. Just so you're all aware. Storm. We got a nasty um, storm here. We got but nasty we do have fiber. So as long as the power doesn't go out, we'll, we'll still be good. Yeah, it, it, we do have a nasty storm rolling in. So just in mm -hmm. case all of a sudden we get fucking cut, you know, you know what happened. Um, so I, that's. That was my thought after the phone call. It was a long phone call because I asked a lot more questions than I think he was prepared to answer. But and you hadn't talked to him for a while. Yeah, I haven't. So it, it had been a hot minute. So and he was a friend back in the day. Yeah, he was to a degree. Third yeah. hand, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, I mean, you said every time he called, he always asked about me and the kids, that yep. kind of a thing. So you know, it was it was more as much of a personal relationship as it was a business relationship. Correct. So, Correct. yes. So either um, way, it doesn't matter. This information is like gold. Melania I, Falcons. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I was just thinking about it all morning. Ever since then, it, it's just been twisting up my brain. And I was just like, man, mm -hmm. we, we have a chance to do something here to actually be activists for something. And Although it might be a little underhanded how we're approaching it. Doesn't matter. I, I think if we can get this outcome, information mainstream, that's that that's my goal. I, I think the outcome is what's gonna help us. Yeah. So first we gotta see if that name's even taken, Mama Bears from Melania, but I don't think it is. I, I didn't do a lot of searching today, but I was very busy. But um if we get that started, I, I think, man. Um, 
shit, you can get Heather in on this and uh oh absolutely fucking have her right there because she knows how to do who to contact and all that other shit. So to start like little shit like this. So well, I'm I mean I don't know that she knows who to contact. She just um well, she researches the fuck out of she's him and a just contacts him. Whirlwind of like, yeah. you know, she's like, fuck it. I'm just going to talk. I'm like, I'll just call him. I don't care. So, <laughs> well, that's perfect. Um, if you, I'm sure if you wrap this one around her axle, she'll go with it. I'm just saying. But um, I, I think we, I, I just think that that's a, a real smart thing we can do. And I, I, I so think if the unthinkable happens to Baron, does DJT get amnesty? Well, that's an that's that's an interesting question. Um, I mean, I think he has more blood on his hands than almost anybody else, except for the people that initially perpetrated this, whether he knows it or not, or whether he wants to acknowledge it or not. And 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 seriously, is that the cost of amnesty now? I mean, so seriously, if, is a human life? We're going back to the the Cain and Abel. I, eye for an eye. I'd much rather heal Baron and uh prove to him that you were wrong and yeah. Make him stop and even investigate himself and humiliate himself. Because I think he would fall on the sword at that point. Especially if he realized what the fucking jab did. Yeah. And I agree. First things first, it is barren. And if that is what's going on, then we, we, we've got an upper hand here. And I just think amongst us, um, there's a lot of people that listen to us. I, I think this is something we could do. I think this is something that if we put all of our brain trust t together here and we all get behind this, uh, male and female, I mean, it doesn't just have to be the ladies, but I, I want it to primarily be the ladies because Tea parties is the way that they used to do it back in the day. You'd have a tea party and that's how you introduced political ideas to the females. And I, I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it, that is a sure proven method to get to DJT. Because when she closes those legs, you know he's going to listen. You know he's going to at least hear her. She, he might not hear us, but he's going to listen to her. And that is the most important part, because if he starts to listen to her and starts to ask questions, which is what requires anybody to be red-pilled, really, is you have to be able to ask that first question on your own. Leo I, Leo says Baron gives, gives him the creeps. Um, actually, Baron reminds me a lot of Connor. Yeah, an awkward... Well, I mean, they're, team, they're, I, they're both so ridiculously tall for their age. True. Baron's even taller than Connor. And yeah. Baron's like 6'6 six, six or 6'7 six, at this point. You know, yeah, Connor's I know he's, only like 6'1 only. He's, he's taller three. than but, DJT. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, but that, that kind of awkward, not really shy and quiet but presents that to the world no i know you know what i mean he you know and you gotta know too how weird is that okay 
you're, you know, you're that kid. I, I always think about it this way, right? You're that kid in that situation. It really sucks in a bunch of different ways. And it's really fucking badass in a bunch of different ways. It really sucks because I'm pretty sure the kid doesn't have to worry about working a day in his life forever. However, he probably does have absolutely no social skills whatsoever. He has probably been sheltered so much. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, and whatever friends he does have, they hate the rig. I'm sure they hate the rigmarole every fucking time they go to see him. I would imagine that his best friends are probably online and they don't know who he really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, his life is probably fucking awesome. Yes. He probably has no, a lot of cool sucks. shit, but no, his yeah, no. life really his life sucks because he can't go out and have like a normal life, like a normal teenager. Yep. So in some ways, but honestly, what teenager can these days? Nobody, you know, I, a friend of mine was trying to convince me of how great it is to live in a gated community. I said, no, it's not. I said, gated communities blow balls. He's like, no, actually I can just let my kids run out. You know, they go out all hours, you know, they come home. So does ours. I was like, hmm, it's cool. He's just like, you know, I, I was like, it, but it's sad that you have to go to that. You know, you have to go to a gated community. Gates give you a false sense of security. They really do. Because people can, if someone wants to get in, they'll climb over it. They'll, they'll go under it. They'll, they'll go through it. Yeah. Right. Um, but you think that you're safe. So you don't take the same protective steps that you would outside of a gated community. It's just a false sense of security that's setting you up for disaster. It's true. I so don't I mean, disagree. You know, our kid, he'll, our teenager, he'll be like, hey, I'm going for a walk. Okay. He knows this neighborhood better than we do. And I walk the dogs all over the place because he just likes, he likes to go out and walk. Okay, fine. I don't care. You're going outside. Eventually he'll meet people and he'll make friends and he'll go and, you know, next year when he's at the local high school and, um, and I'm sure he'll be at someone else's house most of the time. But, uh, you know, fine. Go out. Have fun. We live in a community that he can do that. One of the reasons why we moved to a rural community. But, um, I mean, anywhere else? Yeah. Even where we used to be? Yeah. I, no. Can't Not do that so now. much. <clears throat> no. Nope. You have no idea what's going on out there. Mm -mm. That shit's crazy. So where are we starting? Anyway. Hmm. You got a little fucks, fucks around, huh? Mm -hmm. You have uh, around and fucks. So I, I got this, um, I got this confused yesterday. Yesterday I had said that, um, this is the one I think it is. Yes. Um, that uh, Hunter was having some um, exceptional, Email with uh, camel toe. Yeah. No, I was I was wrong actually. I, I got that mixed up. It was actually with Abe Lincoln's wife. Oh really? Yeah. Apparently Ooh. Hunter was banging Abe Lincoln's wife. And I uh, just play this clip. I'm not even fucking kidding. It's hysterical. Okay. Let's <laughs> we're gonna jump right into yes. it today. To everyone, the, the relationship, the reason this is important, the relationship is quite cozy. It's quite intimate. Very interesting. Uh the communication that 
Blinken's wife was having with Hunter Biden. And Blinken's wife was trying desperately to get a hold of Hunter Biden at times. Blinken was very busy landing in Tokyo, taking off for Burma, uh, but still managed to find time for then Vice President Biden's son. And, you know, who knows the type of thing they talked about. Hunter wanted Antony Blinken's private email so they could talk about things offline, which, you know, even back then was a no-no at the time. But they were doing it. And then he ran cover because he knew what could be on that laptop. Even if he wasn't privy to its particular contents, he knew how damaging it could be. And it's very interesting that his plum assignment at the end of all this, if you get Joe Biden elected president, you will be secretary of state. So that is a, a pretty so massive the, the waters clearly run deep with this relationship. We know that. Now let's move to what's happening in Arkansas coming up on Monday. You know, it's my favorite story. Uh, yeah. on, in August of 2018, baby Doe is born. All right. This is the paternity timeline. Uh, there's a suit filed in May of 2019. Uh, in January of 2020, uh, there's a DNA test confirming Hunter is the father. Um, in 2022, I'm waiting for it. Hunter reopens a request to have his child support payments adjusted. Now, in May of last year, uh, this year rather, Hunter appears at a scheduled in-person meeting that I mentioned will happen on Monday. Um, he, look, he appears to have tried to sidestep all of this, um, but will not be able to. This is really just one of the saddest stories in the whole Hunter Biden saga. I mean, you know, for over the years, there's never been a business partner or a foreign oligarch that Hunter Biden or Joe Biden could not make time for, invite to the White House, go golfing, maybe Cafe Milano in D.C. And here we see Hunt, uh, Joe Biden's grandchild, Hunter Biden's child, and they don't want to know from her. Uh, you know, Hunter Biden originally denied that he was the father, and then the DNA test forced him to admit it. Then he was paying child support, but then he wants to adjust it. At every step, he's just wanted to keep this person out of his life. And it's very sad because this is a an innocent child and no one did anything legally wrong here. And it's and, and I feel like Joe Biden. Yeah, Hunter really got around. <clears throat> uh, we should have played uh, that as the opener. I get around. <laughs> doo, doo, doo. What a tool. That is really fucking around. Ten ounces of silver. You missed. Um... Seriously, apparently that, uh, Mick got some information that uh, Baron is jab injured and or um, might be or potentially um, and that the the best way for us to get through to Donald is to go through Melania Melania. Free Baron. So mama bears for Melania. Yes. Mama bears for Melania. That's what I'm thinking, at least. That was my thought. You all can come up with your own name. That was just, I was trying to come up with some answers to questions I knew was immediately asked. And I was thinking, man, what is, I mean, the mama bears are out there, but what if we did mama bears specifically for Melania? Yep. So basically the women of the MAGA movement supporting Melania Trump. We all love her. Yeah, everybody does. I mean, she's the most beautiful, classiest, intelligent first lady that we've ever had. Yeah, by far. So probably since Jackie. Yeah. I have to agree. And I, Baron I just was jab injured when he was a child, too. Yes, he was. I, I, I'm just saying that. Not, I mean, he's the other the other reason he reminds me of Connor is they both have ADHD, which we have come to find out is a jab injury. Thankfully, our son only got 
two jabs when he was born. So his ADHD didn't present majorly. I think if he'd gotten more, he would probably be pretty firmly on the, uh, the spectrum, but, um, yeah, either way, anyhow, I'm just saying that I, I, my thought was that's, that's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. I I think we got enough ladies in here. Um, you guys, all you ladies show up every night and guys too. It doesn't have to just be the ladies. We can help out as well. I'm, I'm just thinking this is a good idea. And since it was given to me with some really good information, then I say, this is something we might want to move on. And we, we get it. It, I, I mean, there's no way that you're not going to be recognized at a Donald Trump rally mm-hmm. if you hold up a sign saying Mama Bears for Melania. Because you know that Donald Trump is going to eat that shit up. He loves to give the first lady her due props. Absolutely. And there's all these other Trump signs out there. You hold up a great big Mama Bears for Melania fucking sign. You know Donald Trump's calling that out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying there's a way to do this. And if we go through her and if she's really upset about it, I think we've got a way. I think that's a good idea. Just saying. Moving right along in the find out folder tonight, mm-hmm. we have none other than it looks like a bunch of cucks. This mm-hmm. looks scary. Mm-hmm. And it, it's 53 seconds of pure horror right here, folks. You got it. Here you go. Get ready to scream. If we had unlimited resources, one of the biggest shortcomings that exists in study of disinformation in the U.S. context is lack of good monitoring of what goes on in encrypted platforms, particularly WhatsApp to an extent WeChat. When we talk about misinformation that's spread in immigrant and diaspora communities, a lot of it never really enters broader public awareness because it's restricted very much to these platforms. The only good way to monitor these platforms is to have an active presence in the channels in which this information is spread. That's been tough for researchers to establish. It's not going to happen in the next 80 days. So that's something where we will be very reliant on tips from partners and from concerned citizens who might see particular narratives developing which, uh, you know, if we have more information, we can go in and look at it and help contextualize it. But we can't do that on our own at this point, I think. Does anybody not feel a chill run up the back of your spine? If we had unlimited resources, we could look at things like WhatsApp and... uh, We could view all the other shit you're doing that you're doing in private chats or IMs that nobody else is supposed to see. But right now we we need to just rely on your nosy brown shirt neighbors to make sure that they're turning you in for, you know, flying a don't tread on me flag in your front yard or whatever. Yeah. And understand where these people, some of those people are from. Let oh, me that's br- Stanford. Let me bring that up for you so you can see that again, because this is a Stanford, Stanford. Cyber Policy Center yes. for knowledge. They've been contracted out by the federal government. And the Internet Observatory and the cyber for the Cyber Policy Center and the Graphic Cyber Policy Center mm-hmm. at Stanford. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Liana, well, I dumped a bunch of shit off the computer day. I cleaned the shit out of it. So I'm hoping that it's. Is it running better? Yes. Is everybody saying it's running good tonight? Well, Liana just said the computer and camera seem to be doing great tonight. Sweet. So, yes. I am. Um, 
We have any fuck around and oh, we got fuck around and find out. Oh yes, this is why it's called middlemen. Here we go. This is the middlemen. Oh, this is. Mm. Oh, this is this is ugly. This is I this heard is this on my so way home. Ugly. This is uh, something that made me very angry. Uh, this this is this is the, the top story of tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get ready, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of you know Hunter Biden do... banging Abe Lincoln's wife, <laughs> Not... <laughs> and Stanford wanting to you know police what we say online. Oh, for everyone. If, if you think those two were good, wait, wait for this. Wait one. for this one. This one's even better. This is gonna blow your mind. Get ready. Here it comes. Our final witness is uh, Ms. Rodas, is recognized for five minutes. Good afternoon, Chairman McClintock, Ranking Member Japal, and distinguished members of the committee. It is an honor to be here. I thank you for the invitation to share my testimony. My goal is to inspire action to safeguard the lives of migrant children, including the staggering 85,000 that are missing. Today, children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, children will call a hotline to report they are being abused, neglected, and trafficked, and we don't know if they're going to get the help they need. For nearly a decade, unaccompanied children have been suffering in the shadows, and I have to confess I knew nothing about their suffering until 2021 when I volunteered to help the Biden administration with the crisis at the southern border. As part of Operation Artemis, I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site in California to help HHS, Office of Refugee Resettlement, reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the US border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing. Let me play that again for you. Okay. Because maybe some of you didn't hear that. And I'm seeing a bunch of people saying, I saw this a bunch. Good. Keep showing it. Keep showing it till people see this. This is that disgusting shit. This is that shit that makes your skin crawl. This is that shit that, guess what? For all of you out there, it's going on in your town too. It's not just down at the border. It's going down at your town too. Let me play that again. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. Commodities and assets to be used as earning income. Children. Sounds like CPS. 
children. How many foster parents see their foster children as a commodity? And when those kids run away or get trafficked, they don't report them as missing because then they'll lose their monthly stipend. Now, this was the 26th yesterday, Wednesday. She testified yesterday. Mm -hmm. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Now, whether it's intentional or not, it could be argued that the United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion-dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the... Stand by. Let me play that one again. Yeah. Because guess what? You have to hear that a second time because guess what, fuckers? He's talking about us. Because guess what we are? We are the primary stakeholders in the U.S. government. We the people, remember? So when this all blows up in everybody's fucking face around the world, and we get tied to it like a sinking fucking ship, this is where it started. It has become the middleman in a large-scale multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the lives of children. As Remember, in Nuremberg, just because you didn't know, didn't work. The same shit's going to be true when we end up wherever we end up. And I just want to say, this is Yet another thing that is not new, it's just now being revealed. This is this is the foster care system. This has been the foster care system for decades, okay? Decades. But they didn't have 85,000 children. 85,000 85, children missing. Just, missing, okay? They didn't No idea. They they didn't have so many children that they knew really wouldn't be followed up with, you know, 10, 20 years ago, flooding the foster care system. They, they just ramped up their business. Oh, 300 fold. That's it. That's all they did. Mm -hmm. And now it's being exposed. It's not new. It's just being exposed. But it's not even being exposed at a level that means no. we're talking about it. Okay. 30 some odd thousand people, 33,000 people are talking. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. It's only 33,000. So, and let me put it let me, again, what I said before about the foster care system, how many, how many foster parents do not report their runaway kids because they don't want to lose that monthly stipend. Uh -huh. If there's 85,000 kids that have been reported missing, how many haven't been reported? Ooh. Just saying. Think about that one for a second. Just saying. Hey, in understand, I, 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 I would thank this lady if she were sitting right here right now. I would thank her. I would thank her for coming forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I, I would understand. Ask, Hold on, Leo. Leo said the sex trafficking is the hardest thing to convince people of, even though they've been seeing it under their noses forever. The thing about sex trafficking is. The kids don't need to leave their homes to be sex trafficked, not in today's day, not in the age of Internet and 
FaceTime Don't, and oh, WhatsApp and all that. I mean, kids can be trafficked literally without leaving their bedroom. There was a uh, raid conducted, was it two weeks ago? It was in the news. It was local to, I want to say, I think... I want to. I saw it in San Diego, but I don't think it was local to San Diego. I think it was local to Tijuana. But anyway, uh, U.S. side of Tijuana, and um, there was a raid done by Border Patrol and local police, and they got into. They kicked in this old woman's door, entered her home, four o'clock in the morning. Um, houses surrounded. Blah blah blah. And they went upstairs and they followed a computer connection mm-hmm. all the way upstairs into her, I don't know, I guess her niece's room. And they arrested the niece and pulled her out of the house. She was in the house. She had been sex trafficked. And when her aunt was at work, her red light was going off the whoopee light was going off and Do- joe's were coming over get, getting their time with her mm-hmm. and she never left the house mm-hmm. so just to give you an idea that's how disgusting this shit is she the aunt never even knew and usually when girls get pulled in like that and and they do. They get pulled in like that. And they get in so deep that then they start helping pull other girls in. Yep. It, it, it ends up in a Stockholm Syndrome mm-hmm. type fucking bullshit yep. thing. There's a whole other thing that I want to get into one day, too. Uh, Leanna's playing this. I, I love you, Leanna, too, by the way. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, she's playing a great series on the Second Amendment. Yeah. And I know she said she said today that I, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Well, okay, now I'm talking about it. Um, I love that series. Uh, it is awesome. If you have not listened to that series, uh, I want you to please go listen to Leanna's show. She starts it at 10 a.m. It's not her whole show. I know her show's like five hours long. I get it. You can't listen all day. But if you're like me and you're always on your thing, I can pause it and come back. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the whole thing today was awesome. Uh, she was talking about the second, it was about the Second Amendment, women protecting themselves, when to draw a weapon, when to shoot a weapon. Um, it was awesome. Uh, it, and yesterday was even better. Um, so you definitely have to listen to this thing. It is fantastic. But I was thinking about it today after her her bit today with the, the, the woman that was on there talking mm-hmm. about it. she was attacked. Yeah. And she's like, she was talking about all the people that she knew. She's like, yeah, I know all these people mm-hmm. that come to me for training. And uh, how many people do you know that have actually had to draw their weapon? Or had to fire their weapon. One. She knew one. And no no one that actually had to fire it. Only one that had to draw, had to draw it. And, and that was it. And But was it still able to get away. And exactly was, what you were talking about. Situational awareness. I, I, was, I, I was thinking about that. And I was like, of all the people that I've taught to shoot, nobody that I know has ever drawn their weapon and shot somebody. 
mm-hmm. outside of the military. Yeah. Nobody that I've taught outside the military has ever drawn their weapon and actually shot somebody because there is always another way. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it, we call it the, all right. Yeah. You might be a bitch today, but you're going to live tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you got to kind of put your balls away. You have to know there is a time that you got to show them. There's a time you got to fold them. And there's a time when you got to know you got to run. Well, you know why the government is so mad about this federal judge um, blocking the morning after pill, right? Yeah. Well, it upends the whole argument. Well, the reason I think that the federal government is so mad about it is when they give out their rape kits to every woman coming across the border, they include the morning after pill. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That means, oh, they wouldn't be able to give it out. Mm-hmm. Every rape kit, every woman that comes across the border, every illegal woman that comes across the border and turns herself into Border Patrol gets a rape kit, okay? Um, it's uh, basically a... It's pretty much mandatory. It's like a douche and a morning after pill. No, it's not. It's a swab. It's a lot more intrusive than that. Wow. Um, yeah, it is a swab. And and they found upwards of, you know, yeah. two dozen different semen samples in 12-year-old girls. Yes. Doesn't matter how old these girls are. Four-year-old girl comes across the border. She gets a rape kit. Yep. It's um, a very intrusive procedure, trust mm-hmm. me. But every single one includes a morning after pill. Because every single one of those girls gets raped. They can be six or 60. It doesn't matter. Yep. So I, uh, I'm just saying, this is the disgusting part about this that nobody wants to talk about. You don't even want to talk. You don't even want to bring this up at a party. And honestly, once these girls get raped a dozen times on their trip, which I'm sorry, they're not trudging through the desert for miles on end for the most time. It's a bus ride provided by the government, whichever government, but paid for by us. Probably, Um, probably, I'd say 90% of the time. It's like a freaking orgy bus all the way up to the border and then they drop them off. Um, By that time, they've been raped so many times. What difference does it make if they get sex trafficked when they come across the border? The sad part is what she's about to get into. It's what you're, so disgusting. What you're about to hear about is and it does make a difference, but that's their mentality. Is what happens once they get over the border here. This is very, very, yeah. very disgusting. This is gross beyond all means. Remember, folks, all right? We've seen the best of them go in front of Congress, swear an oath, and then testify. And lie. No. Oh, well, no, they told the truth. It's the one time that they told the truth because they knew if they didn't, they were fucked. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. Think about what every liberal at this point. Does not make? That's why I said that, Leo, because that would be Hillary's mentality. Oh, my Lord. I what difference at this point does it make? And it's it's true. But <sighs> this is just really disturbing. For me, my interest is the safety of the children. I do not view this as a political issue. I view this as a humanitarian issue. I assure you, my motives are the highest and best. I want the children protected. So I want to tell you some of what I witnessed 
personally at the Pomona Fairplex. I saw vulnerable indigenous children from Guatemala who speak Mayan dialects and cannot speak Spanish. That means they cannot ask for help in English. They cannot help for, ask for help in Spanish. They become captives of their sponsors. I have sat with case managers as they've cried to tell me the horror of what has happened to children as they make the journey to this country. I saw apartment buildings where 20, 30, and 40 unaccompanied minors have been released. I saw sponsors trying to simultaneously sponsor children from multiple ORR sites at one time. I saw sponsors using multiple addresses to obtain sponsorships of children. And I saw numerous cases of children in debt bondage and the child knew they had to stay with the sponsor until the debt was paid. Realizing that we were not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in modern day slavery with wicked overlords was a terrible revelation. A terrible revelation. These children are a captive victim population with no access to law enforcement or knowledge of their rights. They are extorted, abused, neglected. And that is why I blew the whistle in 2021. I witnessed firsthand the horrors of child trafficking and exploitation. My life will never be the same after what I saw. But I have hope because I'm counting on you. It's my hope that you'll take action to end this crisis, to safeguard the lives of, most of these vulnerable children. People have asked me, you know, what can be done? What would you suggest? Well, first, I think HHS's number one priority is oversight. They must commit to oversight, transparency, and accountability. If I could wave a magic wand, this, I believe, could be quickly solved by experts in the IG community. There is a Pandemic Analytics Center of Excellence, or the PACE, as we call it. I believe if data analysts at the PACE could look at the data, children could be rescued, criminals could be prosecuted. If the PACE had access to this data, it shows where the children are and who has them. I think also we need to change the culture of speed over safety. Speed is the wrong performance measure when dealing with children. We need to revamp the vetting process of sponsors and have case managers who have investigative backgrounds, data analytics backgrounds, some certified fraud examiners. And I think we need to reimagine a system where the sponsor is the accountable party. Sponsors should be required to report to ORR. And lastly, stop retaliating against whistleblowers. Stop retaliating against the people who are trying to tell the truth to save the children. As it is written, a wise man listens to advice while a fool continues in his folly, and HHS needs to be wise to care for these children. Thank, thank you very much. Your, your time's expired. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, wow. Um, folks, that's the sick shit. That's the sh shit we don't want to talk about, but huh. it's there. It's like a fart in a room. Nobody wants to admit that it's there, but the first time, second that somebody smells it, it's like, fuck, it's there. That fart's there. Fuck. Damn it, that's going to hurt. That's some disgusting shit right there. That is fucking gross. Hmm. 
I, I don't think there's a person in here that is going to disagree with me for one second. That is gross shit. I, I'm sorry if you are involved in that and I find out about it. The nicest thing I'll do to you is take your nuts off. The nicest thing. Because I've got other shit that will make your fucking goddamn hair curl backwards twice. Because there's nothing more than I could do to you that you have not done to children. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Griff just sent me the story. Uh, whistleblower who is planning to reveal explosive information on the Biden family corruption has disappeared. What do you know? Dr. Gal Luft, the co-director of the Washington-based Institute for the Analysis of Global Security, was preparing to reveal explosive information about a Biden family international corruption scandal. Now he has suddenly gone missing under mysterious circumstances after a Lenarca court had released him on bail, the Cypress Mail reported. Left was an advisor to CEFC China Energy, which paid Hunter Biden around $5 million in 2017 alone. Come on. We know what happened. Left said that he was arrested on bogus weapon trafficking charges in January, claiming that it was an attempt to silence him. I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the U.S. He claimed the U.S. claiming I'm an arms dealer. It would be funny if it weren't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim, and Hunter Biden, he continued. Shall I name names? Luff's lawyer said they had given the FBI information during the Trump administration on the Bidens, which he planned to submit in a letter to Congress. He also learned that someone was selling sealed U.S. law enforcement information to Chinese individuals. Left as a whistleblower, left attorney Robert Hennock told the Washington Free Beacon he asserts that prosecutors decided against pursuing Left's information and are instead targeting him with trumped up and false charges. This unfortunately appears to be part of an attempt to discredit a witness with critical information yep. about an ongoing congressional and DOG investigation. Arkansas. Uh, Left's lawyer told the DOJ that his client would submit a letter to Congress containing information on the Biden family he had previously given to the FBI during the Trump administration. The attorney claimed that uh, Yi Jinming, founder and chairman of CEFC USA, a nonprofit created by the China Energy Fund Committee, told Buff that Hunter Biden had an informant in the FBI. Xi Jinping, founder and chairman of the CFC USA, reported told Buff that, uh, yeah, okay. He probably that shot himself in the back of the head. Foreman in the FBI provided sealed law enforcement information known as One Eye. He and his associates allegedly paid lots of money to provide sealed law enforcement information. One Eye, really? Mm hmm. Ooh. According to Lefty. Really? Yeah. One Eye. They use the term One Eye. Yes. Li Jingming, founder and chairman of CEFC USA, reportedly told Luft that Hunter Biden had an informant in the FBI who provided sealed law enforcement information known as One Eye. He and his associates allegedly paid lots of money to provide sealed law enforcement information. Well, One Eye is a uh, joint federal task force um, <clears throat> that is uh, currently investigating the uh, CEFC and the Costco shipping 
Well, uh, apparently one eye told Yee that the Southern District of New York was investigating him and or Ho in late 2017 and that an Asian, an African and a Jewish guy were named on a sealed indictment. Soon after that tip off, Yee uh, offered Hunter a million dollars to be his private counsel and flew to China, leaving his wife, daughter, son, mother and nanny in his 50 million dollar penthouse at 15 Central Park West. He was detained in Shanghai three months later and disappeared before he left New York. He told Ho that the coast was clear for him to come back to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that was the MSS that got rid of him. I doc, yes, do, Doctor. Um. Doctor Luft is uh has been killeried. Um, yes. No. 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 Biden side. Biden side. Yeah. Biden side. Biden side. Um. Because no, we can't blame this one on killery. Okay. They listen. learned how to do it from killery. Listen. But- listen. Life lesson from this one, all right? If you have explosive information on the Bidens, the Clintons, the Obamas, any of these people, do not tell people that you have this information before you actually put out said information. Hello? You got to have some dead man switches. I'm sorry. You got to have some dead man switches. What are you fucking stupid? You, you got to. You got to have dead man switches. You got to have the ability for the information to still make it out if something happens to you. Because what's happening now is they're just killing you. Because giving we it to the live, FBI is literally putting yourself on a hit list by we the FBI. Live in a tyranny. Folks, I'm dead serious. If you have not watched this series on Waco, please go watch it. I wish I could play it here. I would play it for you all. It is so important. It, oh my God, it shows you that, folks, we've been lied to for a very, 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 very long time. Our entire lives, doesn't matter how old you are, you've been lied to your entire life. It is, it is. uh, P.S. The earth is flat. Unthinkable. Yeah, we've proven that. I know. Anywho. Um, so, uh, camel toe. Uh, yeah, oh my God. In woke world. She's in South Korea now. And guess what she's trying to do? Start a war? No, I thought she was trying to say, see it. You know, I'm down. She's literally talking about K-pop bands. Yeah, I know. Okay. She's down though. She's down. She's down. South Korea and the United States, as the Secretary has mentioned, also share strong cultural and people-to-people ties. K-pop bands, they top the billboards in the United States, including BTS, who I had the great pleasure of meeting and inviting to my office in the West Wing. What billboard? What billboard? No, no, no. What billboard exactly? The internet billboard? No, no, no. The, the no, Apple no, billboard no, no, no. or the billboard billboard? Billboard billboard is uh, kind of like what we rate everything in the music standard. Let's go with that. Would we agree that billboard music is kind of the musical standard? Oh, oh my goodness. Speaking of, and this is a total tangent, but you're going to want to hear this Ooh, real quick. Hold on. Okay. Let me bring us back up. Um, You remember that? That dude that you and Josh like completely shut down Destroyed, on yes. AMP that time. Yes. What was his name? Johnson. Something Johnson. Johnson. Matt Johnson. Or what? My Johnson. Or, no, no, no. Y'all, y'all remember? Johnson or- Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson. 
So I talked to I talked to Baby Trump the other day. I yeah. talked to Chris Eriks. Apparently, yeah. Derek Johnson has been outed as a complete and utter fraud, a thousand percent. Okay, um, everything that he said he did it was bullshit. Was actually what his brother had done. Okay, um, and his brother is the one that outed him and said that it was entirely bullshit. <sighs> Not only that, he supposedly had like a a top billboard song or whatever, right? But it wasn't billboard, billboard. It was like some fucking stupid internet billboard shit. All right. So y'all, Derek Johnson's a fraud. And like, Chris was a little upset that I didn't already know that. And I was was like, well, I'm sorry. I I actually kind of figured it. but I mean, we already knew that. I'm glad you proved it. When I destroyed him. Yeah. After after that, he was licking his wounds pretty hard. Yeah. So because me and Josh really put this slap down on him. Yeah. I I said I complete nutter fraud. Even in that case, I was just like, holy shit, I can't believe that me and Josh are gonna actually agree on something. Mm -hmm. And and then we went to destroying him. We went to utterly just well. Makes sense now. He's a fraud. He's a grifter and a fraud. Go figure. Yeah. Usually the grifters are frauds. They're so easy to figure out. They are. But is this the second one or is this the same this one? Is the second one. Okay. I also think of the Emmy Award winning TV shows like Squid Games, which I will confess Doug and I binged watched at home <laughs> over a series of weeks. And I think of the actress. Yun Yajang, who I met in Seoul last year when I convened groundbreaking South Korean women. She is the first Korean to win an Academy Award for acting. These are examples of the cultural ties and the intertwined history between our nations. Yeah, intertwined histories between our nations. My fucking royal patootie. Get the fuck, get your ass out of here. Bullshit is that. Hold on. Have you seen Squid Games? No, I have no idea. Have you seen Squid Games? I have no idea what she's talking about. I have not seen Squid Games, but I have heard about Squid Games. And it is pretty horrific, actually. What is Squid Games? They like slaughter people. What is it? What's it? It's It's a TV show. It's some kind of animated show or some shit. And they literally fucking slaughter people. Okay. Um, what? It's like Hunger Games for Korea. Okay, what and how? I I don't even know. Again, I haven't watched it. I just heard about it. Okay. And now the computer's fucked up again. What the fuck? I I don't know. I didn't do anything to it. I know you didn't. Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, apparently the VP has time to bend to watch. Maybe she may, maybe they watched it on the plane on uh, Air Force 2 on on the way there. Possibly. It's a long fucking flight. But it's a 20, 20 24-hour flight. Almost. She didn't actually watch Squid Games. Not if she said that, because that's, yeah, it's it's so nasty. Um, it's a long-ass flight. I know that. I uh, don't remember, because I broke it up mm. in three days going over. Three Two days come back, three days going over. Um, had to, though, because we were required to, because we had to land in Germany. To go back through the infirmary. Oh, it's not animated. They just they kill each other. Okay. To get a it's shot. Even worse. And uh, yeah, we had to go back through the infirmary to get a shot, and then uh, we got back on the plane, and then we flew for another twelve hours, landed somewhere else. I don't remember where we were. Somewhere in Indonesia, and then we landed in Korea. Okay. Weird. It's a Korean Running Man. Oh. 
No, that's kind of what the running man was They have about. to compete and win or get killed and die. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty cool. Fuck around and find out if you... Sort of. In a real serious manner. You Anyhow. Know, you'll have that in those big jobs. I, I guess that, but that's how Kamala is, is relating us to, to the Koreans. We we all like we just run around other. and kill each other. Yeah. All right. Good Good to know. Good to know. And then she puts the money up to get him out of, bit, out of jail. Good to know. Okay. Too bad she doesn't have a clown face on today. I know. That's the Republicans in the House have now passed a bill that would prevent a default. So... At what right. point, it, it, does it have to, that doesn't mean anything. It has to be a clean bill before the president will sit down and We have said very clearly, they need to deal with what's at stake here, what's at hand, which is the our, the, our economy, which is uh, making sure that we do not default. Uh, we cannot be, we have never been, we've never been a deadbeat nation, and this is not the time to do that. So It's not. The House what, passed a bill. What's going to happen? Hold on, before we even get going here. Let me just tell you what was said originally, all right, about all of this, all right? Joe said, if the Republicans come without a joint, a joint bill that increases our debt ceiling, that he will veto it automatically, okay? Mm -hmm. That was the levy that was handed down by Congress. Now, or to Congress from the president, Congress snipped back. Said, okay, nope, we're going to cut spending. Cut spending. And oh, by the way, we're putting, we're neutralizing the debt ceiling, meaning we're not going anywhere. We're not going up. We're not going down. But we are going to cut spending at the same time. Of course, Joe doesn't want to cut spending. So what is about to happen? This bill that was passed by the House. And it was actually crossed party lines, which mm-hmm. amazed me even yep. to this day, even though I still wouldn't have signed it. Um, what passed the House is going to get vetoed. So just stand by. It's not going anywhere. If it passes the Senate. It hasn't passed the Senate yet. It sure. goes there next. If, so it, if it goes on to the president's desk from the Senate. He'll veto it. He will v- veto it. And there's no. And, and honestly, guess what? We are not going to get to. They're going to have a showdown, some kind of standoff. Uh, they're going to play chicken with our credit. Yep. And um, I honestly don't see them coming to terms before June 5th. Nope. Like, we're going def- to We're going to default our big debt. Yep. Yep. We have to. Mm-hmm. It's the only way China can take over. Mm-hmm. Anyway, play the next one. Just saying. Anyway. So, I think that's the same this, one. Uh, yeah, that's the same one. It is. Yeah. I didn't switch it over yet. No, not yet. Because I'm an idiot. So you're going to have that in those big jobs. I mean, we already kind of knew that. Well, nobody was asking you, really. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, nobody's really asking you. We were just kind of talking in generalizations. <laughs> yeah. And you all of a sudden made it very specific or Pacific for that matter. <laughs> he was one of the four Republicans who voted against the GOP debt limit bill that ultimately passed. Florida Congressman Matt Gates joining us this morning with more on this. Good morning to you, Congressman. First, we know there's there's no perfect bill or, or perfect law, but but as you know, sometimes you vote because it's better than the alternative. So why did you vote no? Even the Republican plan, the conservative plan, would add $19 trillion to our national debt over the next 10 years, bringing us to a nearly $50 trillion 
debt. And my concern was that on something that consequential that could impact the dollar and inflation and the global reserve currency, we probably should not have been making the final changes at 2 a.m. on the morning of the vote. Uh, that process concerned me, but I am very hopeful that the provisions that my Republican colleagues fought for will be in the final deal with President Biden, provisions that unlock American energy, that engage in regulatory reform and something I care deeply about, welfare to work requirements to increase labor participation and lower spending. Okay, and according to a CNN article, before the pandemic, 75% of people who have no children, who are not disabled, not elderly, received food stamps according to a foundation analysis from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So, Congressman, why aren't there more checks and balances on this on the federal level? And what do you say to your Democratic colleagues who think there should not be a work requirement? For too many years, the federal government has granted waivers to blue states where many of the Americans you've referenced live. My colleague Dusty Johnson of South Dakota really worked to ensure that in this package we would disfavor those waiver requests so the federal standard of 20 hours of work that could be met not only by going to a job, but engaging in job training or skills training or education, even volunteering, pitching in at a nonprofit or at the local uh, government when they need assistance, that those things not only reduce the number of people that are on public assistance over time, they increase growth in labor participation. And what I can tell you about these debts and deficits, we'll never get to balance budgets with just spending cuts alone or just economic growth. We have to have those two things acting in concert to be able to get into balance. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, working toward that end. I'm disappointed that the Republican plan, even though it limited the growth of spending, it didn't substantially cut spending such as to reduce the national debt. That really ought to be our objective. So let's just say that Democrats dig their heels in. They don't want to go to the negotiating table because I know that's one thing that the GOP is hopeful on with this, that this will somehow bring the talks back, you know, with the president. So if the Democrats don't negotiate and say there can be no conditions put on raising the debt ceiling, what would your vote be? Is your vote to let the country go into default? Well, I wouldn't vote for a clean debt limit, and I don't think most of my Republican colleagues would. But regardless of how people feel about the debt limit, three quarters of the country disagrees with President Biden that there shouldn't at least be a negotiation. This is divided government. And what we have to do as responsible lawmakers in divided government is to understand we actually won't get everything we want along the way. It's how you opened the interview. What Joe Biden thinks is that there ought to be no downward pressure on spending. What's odd about that is that the four time, four of the times Joe Biden voted as a United States senator to raise the debt limit, he did so because of corresponding spending cuts. And at times when he didn't vote to raise the debt limit as a senator, well, in those cases, he sometimes articulated that there weren't sufficient spending cuts. So Senator Joe Biden believed in negotiation and maybe the final deal really uh, leans into these welfare to work provisions because Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich actually were able to negotiate welfare to work legislation in the 90s. And that's some of the last productive work that happened in divided government. So perhaps it provides a roadmap. So, Congressman, do you get the sense that that Democrats specifically there in the House are willing to negotiate and want to negotiate? 
Congressman Jared Moskowitz, a Democrat from Florida, criticized President Biden for not negotiating. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, criticized President Biden for not negotiating. So there are those voices. Uh, and I think that Democrats have different views of some of the elements of the Republican offer. And I think that we'll move more quickly to an ultimate resolution if we can have sincere talks about what matters to the White House, what matters to the Senate. And we've laid out what matters to us. Energy, regulatory reform, work requirements, and clawing back some of the Green New Deal elements of the IRA. So that's our plan. We look forward to seeing President Biden's and Chuck Schumer's. The Irish Republican Army? <laughs> what, what, what do the Irish have to do with this? I'm no. kind of confused, Matt. Anyway, um, that is um, – that's interesting. I'm – I, I'm, you know, Gates has kind of pulled me over to his side. He's one of the few that's walking the walk and talking the talk. He even voted this down, said, no, I, I'm voting against this. Why? Well, it's going to blow up our spending. Mm -hmm. He's right. He's not wrong. It doesn't cap any of our spending yeah we make cuts but it doesn't cap what we're currently spending it just doesn't Pushes allow the, the government it kicks the can down the road yet even further yeah and yes griff that that is true um the government is going to initialize digital dollars through the banks in july i heard july 5th, 5th. is the yeah. rollout yep um, it, it will be tied in with your banks. Yep. Uh, anyone who receives any kind of a government paycheck, if you you have uh, disability, your dis disability through the VA, retirement, um, Social Security, anything like that, it will be in digital dollars. They are going to try and roll out. They're, they're going to try and get rid of cash. Okay. I'm telling you all right. Right now, they're going to try and get rid of cash. You know, so my dad, um, we're, we're almost at, oh, we are at smoking time. Yeah. We got to start that tribute time. Yes. going to say uh, I'm getting the uh, alerts yeah. on the side over here. Thank you all um, folks. Hey, and don't, don't be ashamed to reach out. Uh, there's a lot of people out there. Hey, if you're embarrassed, I, I Zion is over here in the chat and rumble. Uh, he reached out. Uh, he's getting his, uh, his uh, no button here shortly. It'll be, uh, I'm looking forward to pictures and hearing uh, what he's doing mm -hmm. with it. And, uh, Yes, we will be doing the show uh, Gear Queers. Um, May 7th, because the 14th is Mother's Day. All right, so the 14th is Mother's Day. Yes. So, so May correction to what Liana uh, put out. Yes. Liana had the right information initially. We're going to redo that one. It will be May 7th will be Gear Queers. Yep. All right? So get ready. Mm -hmm. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm okay. going to enjoy the shit out of we that. We might even have the kid run the stream while we go outside. No, we don't need to go outside. You can do everything in here. Oh, yeah. Even, I mean, not the shooting. Well, no, I can't do the shooting, but I wasn't going to shoot. Well, what fun is that then? <laughs> yeah. Anywho. You want to get hot? Yeah. Get ready. Get ready. Spark it up. Like guy. No. Wait. We only have like... Stay here too late. We're not dying. Get the fuck out of here.
Daily Insanity says, I've been told that ivermectin will be a prescription only as of June 1st. Get your ass down to Tractor Supply. Hook yourselves up with some ivermectin. The apple flavor isn't that bad. Actually, it tastes like shit, but whatever. Does it really matter? No. I, I say, uh, yeah, do that. Go well, get- yeah, I mean, the human ivermectin is by prescription only anyway yeah. in the States. So, Except, uh, I believe, in New Hampshire, where they passed the bill for it to be over-the-counter. Um, uh, maybe in Arkansas, too. Um, I think maybe uh, Huckabee Sanders has been working on that. But, anywho. Um, but, on, I mean, you can get ivermectin. Go to uh, drstellamd.com. Hey, save 5% with promo code hey, Defiant. Get, get this. Get this. It ain't cheap, but it's worth it. Let me let me let me explain something that's really interesting to y'all. Um, one of the things I want you to keep in the back of your mind too. The FDA has a lot of control. And they do. Over human drugs. Food and Drug Administration is based on human beings. The Veterinary Drug Administration is the one that we need to be concerned about. Guess what? They're not going to black pill anything like that for fucking animals. There's no way they're going to do that. Everybody uses ivermectin. Yep. Most farmers do. They're not going to put a fucking prescription on it. A matter of fact, I think that's... I kind of think there's some bullshit there because I, I, I don't believe that for a second. The FDA can black label ivermectin for human use. Yes, but they're not. They can't pull that shit off the shelves of tractor supply. That shit's been out there for uh, at least hundreds of years now. Hundreds of years they've been using it on animals. Uh, About a hundred years. Um, it's got to be seventy-five to hundred years. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was put over for human use about 70 years ago so yeah but you know we started out giving it to oh, animals absolutely every time now yeah. every time that you think back all right think back to any drugs like for instance the first penicillin all right the when you oh. when you think about the first penicillin all right we didn't find that shit out because it worked on a human no we found that shit out because it worked on a horse or it worked on a cow worked on another animal that's how they started out the smallpox vaccines is on cows most 90 percent of the old vaccines were based egg based they They still are egg based they still are that's why that's another reason why they've been trying to destroy the egg supply because they're they're trying to switch everything over to mrna and they're using the excuse that there's not enough eggs left correct so folks it's and no, Cisco. Well, I can't. I can't say that. I have not heard from Glenn directly. I got a uh, a very um, perfunctory email. Let's see. Let me see. Perfunctory. Well, wow, that was a uh, very weird. I'm trying to think of the best way to. Like, uh, hey, it was cool to meet you. Like, I'm out. No, 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 not even so weird. 
Um, or it's like, hey, will you still help us? Mm-mm. No. Belan, as we have stated to you in the past, the stock price of Pfizer is one of the indicators of our campaign success. Today, PFE stock closed at nine cents above its 52-week low. It is our intent to drive the stock price through the 52-week low and substantially lower. For the moment, I will call it bust the bottom. We have a strong chance to do that tomorrow. Please have your audience check our Rumble library anytime after 7 a.m. Eastern for a new campaign offering and headline material that can be spread around to help the campaign. It can be found at rumble.com user L4ATV1. Cold. We captured some great new material from Peter McCulley yesterday that will be available on our Rumble channel also. Not perfunctory. Cold. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I uh, still don't trust you. Sorry. Yep. I, I got issues. Sorry. Back my boy on this one. Mm-hmm. He's been here longer. He's earned his stripes, bro. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying, I don't know how to say it any better than that. Oh, yeah. Anyhow. So, money news. More money news, I should say. What do you know? The economy sucks, and the numbers are really starting to show what we've known for a hot minute. Yeah, no shit. It's getting ugly, folks. What I've been telling you. Just wait. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Just all you got to do is listen. Well, this is a rearview mirror, but it shows us in the first three months of the year, the economy slowed a bit, little bit, Caitlin. 1.1% is the growth here in the U.S. economy in January, February, and March. And you can see how that compares, how that is a slowdown from the last quarter of last year, which was 2.6%, and certainly from the middle of last year, which was a strong uh, 3.2%. Uh, so this is a slowdown. What are, what's happening here? You've got high inflation still. It's coming off the boil of last summer, but inflation is still uh, too high here. And you've got interest rates that have been going up for a year now. So I think this is what it looks like when you see those interest rates so high for over a year. Oh, oh, you, you haven't seen anything yet. Oh, you just wait. No, no, no. Interest rates. <laughs> so, uh, you know who the the bull is, uh, Sammy the Bull, the the guy on. You guys heard about him? He does a he does a podcast about economics. I like him. Okay. He's like me. He's loud. He's an asshole. He's funny too. Anyway, he has a podcast. He does. Uh, he calls it the Daily Quotes, and he ran through the market today, and he just stopped and he threw his um, on the screen. He he has a pointer. And I'm sorry, Liana. Yeah, his show comes on live noon. So I got to kind of battle out of you yours a little, a little bit. And then I come right back, though, because it's only an hour. Okay. Um, but he took his little pointer that he uses when he points at his charts. And he threw it across the room and busted into a fucking million pieces. He's like, I don't even know why I'm fucking talking about this. This shit doesn't matter. He goes, you see all those numbers? They're all about to tank. He lost it today. He lost it. He's like, everything here is set up exactly like it was in 1929, in October of 19. Everything is about to do this, 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 this. It's about to go, not down. I can't even show you down because we don't have green screen that goes far enough down. Mm-hmm. He lost his shit today. And you know what his biggest thing was? He said that it's the closing. He said the problem was is the closing on last Friday. The closing last Friday when the markets closed, 
normally when the NASDAQ and the normal market close and they're both in the green, you're good. It's when they close and one's red and one's green. Last week, when the market... we have a problem. Yes. Last week when the markets closed, the NASDAQ was green and the stock market was red. That's a really bad sign. That means the big shit's about to tank, which means everybody over here that's judging everything on futures is looking at this one saying, fuck, we bet the wrong way at the end of the day. Shit. And guess what starts happening Friday night? Call letters go up. Hundreds and thousands of call letters. Why? Because everybody wants to be the first motherfucker selling Monday morning at nine o'clock when the markets open. Call letters fall in. They fall in per date and time. First come, first serve basis, essentially. So Monday morning, there was an opening. And the opening that they were estimating was 3%. We've rebound from 3%. This was like a 3% guesstimated because the call letter stopped taking numbers when it hit 9,999. So they have no idea how many more people are in there in the queue still coming. Mm -hmm. Well, the market started dropping Monday morning and there was a massive sell-off to stop it. Tuesday morning, it kind of balanced out a little bit and it became a little bit more normal and actually started to elevate a little bit as if it was starting to kind of come through this. Well, (laughs) today, today the market said, fuck you. Hold my beer because I'm going to take you for another trip down the hill. And it dropped like literally 3,300 points in less than four hours before the closing bell hit this afternoon. And if you weren't aware of that, like I heard there were people in New York that were literally contemplating suicide on the floor in the stock exchange. That's how bad it got today. Good thing they have all those strict gun laws in New York. Oh, I guarantee the next couple of days it's going to get really hairy. So Mighty Patriot brings up a good point, and I've I've talked about this before. What's the difference on the digital dollar? It's all deposited online as it is. Just curious. Actually, no. Well, hold on, hold on. Not everything is deposited online because I I actually I talked to a. Um, banker friend about this. And I asked him if he thought that we would go over to CBDCs and he was like, oh no, there's there's no way they can make that happen. Think about all those small businesses that still operate in cash. Okay. Yep. And there is a lot of that. However, they've been targeting the small businesses trying to close it down. Okay. Look at what's been going on over in Europe right now. You are limited in your cash transactions, okay? Um, You can only purchase up to a certain amount using cash, cash, Yeah. all right? They've already started to do that here. You just don't know it. Try and take out more than uh, five, $600 in an ATM on any given day. 
even if you split it up over multiple ATMs, you can't do it. Yeah, eventually it Your stops you. Your bank shuts you down. Yep. Okay. Sometimes the ATMs connect and they shut you down too. But yeah, you're 100% limited in withdrawal from your account. So hold on. Now, can, if you go can, into a can, bank. Can you let me explain a little bit of yeah, that yeah, just for one second? Because yeah. it all applies here. Yeah. All right. Listen to me. This is why they want to get rid of it. Banks by law. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you have to understand how this works. Right now, no, you do not work on a digital dollar. Just because you have an internet-based bank account doesn't mean you work on a digital dollar. The reason being is that bank is required, is required to have a dollar for every dollar that it has in its electronic till. So for instance, if there is uh, whatever, a hundred, whatever, thousand dollars in one account, okay, that bank is required to have a hundred thousand dollars that ba- backs up every single dollar. That's not true. It most certainly it is. only has to. Ha- it only has to have ten percent of its deposits on hand. And actually, it's not even. That's not even the case anymore. I think now it's down to like two percent. It only no, has to have like two percent of its dollars on one hand. One bank. So, for instance, there is a mother bank. Chat, that- back us up on this. See, see who's right. Um, are banks required to? Um, actually have the cash on hand to back up all of their deposits or no they have to have the no they have to have the cash on hand to back up all of their transactions no they don't period no they most certainly do no they no i'm i'm a hundred percent sure they have to leo says it's not even two percent what they don't even have to have two percent of it on hand well, that's that, why these banks have been closing. That's why there've been such a run. They've been turning people away. They put a limit. Everyone goes to the ATM. No, because the, uh, what is it? The it used to be 5%. Now they don't. What's the saving? What? No, the federal, the credit, the, the credit the unions. FDIC? The, the, the FDIC? The credit unions. Uh-huh. The, the, the credit unions, you know, where you go deposit your money and you actually make back 3% on anything you keep in savings. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the one. I, they have to have cash on hand. They are a cash on hand required bank because they have to back up everything they have on hand. That's why everybody went to them. Yeah, most people don't have a credit union. Yeah, if you have a credit union around you, that's what you get involved in. They have to have cash on hand. Yeah, but most people don't have credit unions. So, yeah, it's in regular banks. Yeah, 0% working cap now. That's, see, that's, and again, then we are on a digital dollar. That's really horrible. Yeah. That means the paper money's trash. Yeah. Straight up. It has been. It's been that way for a while. Like I no, said, no, I mean, it used to be 10. It used to be 10%. They used to have to keep 10%. I want to say they changed that a uh, year and a half, two years ago. And they, they brought it down to 2%. And then now I think now it's at 0%. So um, they, they have less than 1% on hand of their deposits, like their, all of their customers. So if all of their customers showed up at, you know, at a branch to take out however much money. No, it, it's, it's not there. Huh. Your bank has less cash on hand than the front end of Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go. Uh, let's just everybody go take your, all you your go money right on the, but you can't. Yeah. But if you start doing it, you're going to start shutting banks down. Yeah. First Republic. Huh. SBF. Yeah. Or what 
whatever the fuck it was. Well, whatever was part of that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I'm not against <clears throat> it. I agree. Let's go. Fuck. That'll, that'll snap a lot of heads into attention real quick, fast in a hurry. That's that's already been happening. More people, there have been more, there's been more cash withdrawals taken out of the banks in the last two weeks than there has been in uh, like the history of time. All at once. I mean, you know, there's been a run on the banks for the last couple of weeks. That's why fucking First Republic's about to crash. They they don't have the cash to back up all their deposits. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start asking to get paid in cash. Wait until uh, Wells Fargo and others start raising fixed rate mortgages. Um, they have to, I mean, they'd have to. Mm, that takes a lot, especially to raise ours, because you would have to get an act well, of Congress. Yeah, you can't raise ours because it's a VA loan. Yep. But um, like a standard fixed rate mortgage. Mm, see, I don't know that they can. Legally, I don't Legally think they can do that. do that. That's something you've already signed into. It's fixed. But There's they a can reason why it's fixed. Certainly try and, you know Jack your fees up. They can talk you into refinancing or, and tell you that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna sell your mortgage and it's gonna come due um unless you refinance at a higher rate or whatever it is. So But if you're not changing any term of the of the original uh, mm -hmm. thing you don't have to do it so yep. just always say no just say no just say no you are already fixed it, into it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you know if it's going to cost a billion dollars for a loaf of bread if your mortgage payments twenty five hundred dollars a month then your mortgage payments twenty five hundred dollars a month and ain't never going to change so don't Some ever mortgages walk do go up with interest that. rate rises and a lot of people took advantage of those apr loans over the last four or five years those adjustable percentage rates and they're the ones that are really getting fucked right now because yep. they were getting apr loans at like less than one percent yep. or right around one percent and now they're paying seven or eight percent yep they're was, paying way above i was talking to my mom today about um she she told me that uh, she was looking at solar panels. They're looking at doing solar panels on the house. And she was like, have you looked at that? And I was like, oh yeah, no, no. I had the whole thing priced out. It wasn't worth it. She's like, why wasn't it worth it? I was like, well, mind you, I did, I priced it out. You know, we went all the way through, we went all the way up to almost to signing the contract. Um, but it was over a hundred thousand dollars. I would basically paying, I mean, the interest rate was like nothing because it was when the interest rates were low. Um, but it was the same as my electric bill or maybe a little more um, if I got the rebate, the $60,000 rebate from the government. And then um, it was still like, you know, there was no guarantee that I'd get enough electric power or solar power. So I still might have an electric bill on top of that. And they, they didn't guarantee any like upgrades. So if, you know, if something better came out or new technology came out, like I'd basically, we'd have a dinosaur on our roof in five years. Not even. So it wasn't Two worth, years. it wasn't worth it for us. And and she was like, No, I could see that. She's like, I, you know, we, if we did it, we would just just pay for it up front. She's like, and ours wouldn't cost a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Um, sure. It is I and I told her, I said it will if you want to go off grid, because if you tie into their uh, if you try if you tie completely into the electric company and you don't have a battery backup, then when the power goes down, guess what? So does your power. What's the freaking point? So if you want that battery backup, you know, that going off grid, that's that's what really costs. I mean, you can do it both ways where you have the battery backup enough to run all of your power for 24 hours. Um, 
and, you know, still be tied into the electric company, that costs even more. So, um, you know, you want to pay that out of pocket, fine. You're still going to have a dinosaur on your roof in three to five years. I don't think it's worth it. Not right now. Not at all. Because we haven't gotten close enough to what we can do with it. Mm-hmm. We've we've really only cut the surface of and they and they they told me oh well the technology is as good as it's going to get it hasn't gotten better you know it's only going to inc- improve maybe you know one to two percent over over the next ten years and I was like that's bullshit that's that's bullshit how, how can you even say that if you have all these people working on it if you have all these government grants going for all this fucking green new deal blah 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 you don't think someone's going to have a breakthrough at some point let me show you right now. In the next 30 years? I, I'm not giving them any promotions, but Garmin, right here, this tiny little watch right here, okay? It is solar powered, okay? Right now, it is 14 days of life left mm-hmm. in it, all right? I haven't charged this thing in, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 days, but I'm outside enough that this thing gets enough juice from the sun that it can stay alive even without any power. Wicked, it has absolutely gotten better. That's the point. It's going to get better yet. And it's going to get a lot better, a lot faster. So I'll wait until that happens before we invest, you know, a $100,000 in something that like, basically I'm not even getting a house out of it. I'm not even getting a roof out of it. Yes. And exactly. Then the solar panels have the problem because the battery, the source power is lithium and they're explosive in a flood. Yep. Uh, We live on the water yes okay um and shit one of my freaking batteries like caught on my lithium batteries for my freaking vape caught on fire while we were driving in texas i threw that shit out the window i probably caused a fire (laughs) good job babe um but i mean it, it just it it wasn't worth it and the government's just handing out sixty thousand dollars yeah I know it is a lot cheaper to do the panels ourselves. And that's, that's what we're going to do because then we can upgrade them as needed, you know? Um, But anyway, play, play this guy. Cause we're, we're so fucked with money right now. We really are. Although the one thing that the solar panel guy tried to sell me, he was like, look, you know, you take out this loan for 30 years, but when everything crashes in a year or two, you're not going to have to pay for it anyway. And you're going to have a fucking full roof of solar panels. And I was like, well, you do have a point. There There is a point there, but if it's not protected, but yeah, a, it's not if they're blocking out the fucking sun, or if it's not protected from an EMP. Yeah, that's the other problem because yeah. then you have to have a Faraday cage all the way around your house. Yeah, those are difficult to do these days, and not make it look weird. Just saying. Anyway, first quarter GDP, first read GDP, first look at first quarter one point one a miss. We're expecting a number closer to two percent. 1.1 is sequentially that follows 2.6. 1.1 is the lightest since it was negative in the second quarter of 22. If you, yeah, not good, not good. No, no. Okay, sorry. It's all bad news when it comes to money. We're fucked. Wait, wait, go. Uh, okay, never mind. No, we got Tucker. All right. One of La- Tucker's last clips mm-hmm. from Fox News. Mm-hmm. So without any vote in Congress, the Biden administration has just introduced a rule, not a law, a rule that will punish Americans who've tried to do the right thing, punish people with high credit scores. 
The people with high credit scores will pay higher fees on their mortgage payments to subsidize people who haven't maintained good credit. So these rules take effect on May 1st, whether you like it or not. And they mean that anyone with good credit, that's defined as the score of 680 or above, is going to have to pay roughly $40 a month extra on their mortgage fees than those with lower scores on home loans of around 400 grand. So here's an example. If you have a FICO score of 620, you get a 1.75% discount on your mortgage fees. If you have a 740 score, in other words, you pay your bills on time, you've done the right thing, you're a good citizen, you have to pay 1% more. So you don't get a discount for doing the right thing and paying your bills, you get punished. We are incentivizing bad behavior, we're hurting the good people. Since the day you were born, you have been told, pay your debts. It's not your money. You borrowed it from somebody else. You have to pay it back. If you don't, it's stealing. Now we're saying, if you don't steal, we're going to hurt you. And in real life, that means that over the course of a 30-year mortgage for a $400,000 home, that's a swing of more than $14,000. And they're claiming racism to justify this. Black Americans are the only racial group in this country with average credit scores of under 680. Now, why is that? We don't know. Whites, Hispanics, Asians have higher credit scores. Therefore, as you'd expect, the mortgage denial rate for African-American borrowers is higher than the overall population. It's double in this country's biggest markets. And that's the reason the suburbs have different demographics from the cities. That's called economics. Now, if you wanted to change that, you would encourage people to have good spending habits and pay back their debt. <laughs> but they don't care about that making people happier, getting them out of debt. No, they want to change the suburbs, make them denser, so there'll be more reliably democratic voting. That's the bottom line. It's always about election results. It's always about power. It's not about improving anybody's life. Uh, sorry about the video, folks. That's very weird, because it's playing fine it over here. That's a stringer hundred, thing. This has got to be a streamer so thing. weird. It cannot be us. So because weird. We're we're running we're fine. the computer's running fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it so, is um, fucking bullshit. So I wonder, did I fuck our credit enough in the last year that we'll get a discount on our mortgage? No, I don't think so. Maybe. Did I? Maybe. I mean that well and we here buy here, a lot of guns. Here's the thing. I because mean, understand they went in the that, pond, but hold on. Your credit isn't your credit score isn't only affected by your not paying your bills. You can pay all of your bills on time. I pay I pay every single bill on time for the last the entire time we've been married, right? 18 yep. years. Yep. Um that's not what they care about. It's your debt to income ratio that they care about. So even if you can pay all of your bills on time and still have enough money to live, if you're if you have more than 10% um, in, you know, your debt to income ratio, basically you're fucked. Like your credit score goes, whoop. Um, so, uh, I mean, without your income. Yeah. 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 I'm probably. pretty sure you probably. fucked us there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I don't in everything that can be taxed. Cause you got to remember mm -hmm. half of what I bring home isn't it even, it doesn't even count as income. It doesn't even count as income. So, so yeah. Yeah, no, I think you fucked us there. Yeah, so that's great. So we'll get a discount on our mortgage. Now. We might. Yeah. We, we, we we might get a 1.75% discount on our mortgage because... We might be the first white people to make out on this. That's amazing. <laughs>
We might have to go out there and protect our yard with AR-15s. Uh, yes, Leo. Credit scores is where algebra is used in real life. Okay. Is that it? shit's fucking ridiculous. No, it's not. I mean, the whole thing's stupid. Is it really? Are you lying to me, Leo? Have you been able to figure out how your credit score is calculated? No. Then algebra is most definitely used yep. in real life. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what, Leo? <sighs> Dude, just for you, brother. Thunder. Okay. Thunder. Thunder. All right. Thunder. Get the fuck out of here. I think we can skip the last two because they're a bit older in that file. So go on to uh, White House BS. I didn't fucking know, Mick. God damn it, Leo. I was hoping, brother. Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> Vila, you and Mick will get 40% nuclear family tax. No shit, right? <laughs> oh shit, yeah, that's right, because we're Actually, still married. No, I and I that you're not wrong, Sparky, because I know people who have I know couples, families even, who have legally gotten divorced and stayed together and stayed together just for the tax break. No shit. Like people have gotten divorced. Yeah. Mm. And continue to live together. Mm. And like got a storage unit somewhere and said it was an apartment or some shit. White privilege tax. That's quite possible. Mm -hmm. I can see that one happen. Anyway. Very, very much so. Anyway. Moving on. This is only 30 seconds, but I have to run out for a moment. What I'm trying to understand is the difference between what the U.S. sees and why they will not send in assets to evacuate versus other countries that have over the course of the last several days. Clearly, there's something that's being seen. I'm not asking for intelligence. I'm just saying, can you explain the process here, given the president's directive to help? No, I understand. And what I was saying is that we have we've been communicating with the American people for the past year, right? Level four, that was out there for some time now. Look. Huh? They have? Do you feel that this administration has been communicating with you? I, I, I disagree on this one, but we'll let her continue because there's more to come on that. Do you think the president will ever make his home again? I hope not. I, I hope not. Um, so look, we're in a different place than we were, as you guys all know, COVID. I mean, you guys are at the age where you had to deal with COVID pretty, pretty personally, right? I mean, probably some of you probably started school and had to wear masks. And so the president's working very hard every day to make sure that, you know, we do everything that we can to fight COVID. So I, that I can promise you, that I can promise you. And now we're all in this room, not wearing masks, which is great, which is great. Okay. So this was a national bring your kid to work day, mm -hmm. apparently. And uh, I didn't get to bring one of my kids to work today, but apparently those Because they were in school. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could have brought one of my kids to work today. I could have used their help. <laughs> but uh, speaking of masks, let me try and find this here. Masks. Mask. Well, that's what she did. That one I, of the kids asked her. I know. You know, those kids ask better questions than the actual White yeah. House press pool. Yep. Um, but one of the kids asked her, are we ever going to have to wear, is, is the president going to force us to wear masks again? Yep. Um, well, and she said, I hope not. Well, funny because 
a new, yet another study has come out showing that masks, actually wearing masks cause brain damage. Oh, carbon monoxide. What did I say? Miscarriages and wearing them for even just a little bit of time. Causes a backup of CO2 in your system. You have more CO2 Mm -hmm. cells than your body can replicate. So get this. So here we go. Uh, Here we go. Explosive new study finds face masks may increase stillbirth, testicular dysfunction, and cognitive decline in children. Research finds that face coverings can cause carbon dioxide poisoning, leading to serious health issues. A new study by German researchers has concluded that face masks can cause carbon dioxide poisoning when worn even for short periods and may have contributed significantly to stillbirths when worn by pregnant women, as well as testicular dysfunction and cognitive decline in children, among other destructive health issues. So listen, remember when I told you it's like taking a, a banana and stick it in the tailpipe of your car. Try and start your car. Your car won't start. Why? There's no exhaust. Because there's no exhaust getting out. It has to be able to breathe. It has to be able to suck fresh air in and put the bad air out. Same thing is true in your body. Mm -hmm. You have to have the ability to take air in and exhaust the air. When you put a cover over that, when you put a face diaper on your face and you seal that shit up, you kill yourself. Remember what happened. I never forget this call for the life of me. Right in the middle of the, all this shit. We got a call to go to this person's house. Oh, his blood oxygen saturation is down to like 10%. I'm like, well, the son of a bitch has got to be dead. I go walking in the door. He's got a fucking diaper on his face. An, a literal diaper. A baby's diaper. Like because Andy's wearing right now, the wife couldn't fucking find an N95 mask for her husband, so she basically tried to murder her husband. I'm not trying to murder my dog. I'm just cock blocking the other one, physically cock blocking him. I just I am. Anyway, uh, Cisco says, "Any thoughts on the bio lab in Sudan?" Here's my thoughts. I've, Still coming. Am I Still, surprised? More, more is coming. No, just wait. Just not wait. Not surprised at all. Hey, I, I'm allowing that one to sit for another 72 because guess what? Not surprised. That shit is going to be, you have no idea what you're about I to mean, find out that's down troops there. Troops on the ground there and have had for a hot minute. We're just finding out about that. No, we've known about it. We had three special forces guys get killed. Uh, that's when we found out about it. Yeah, well. True. We had been there for a hot minute, though. Anyway, exactly. Uh, I knew about it. Uh, look, okay. there's there's more to come out, folks. Oh, Just God. I'm waiting on this because I want to see what else comes out on this. There's more to come on that one. I'm sure. A lot more. And whatever uh, it is, it won't surprise me. I'm um, pretty can sure anyone it's going to be Marburg. Worse than Ebola. Some kind of virus that they've designed there that makes you bleed out of every orifice, especially your asshole? I don't know about those two, but I can tell you this much. Whatever they're going to do this time around, they're going to blame it on the military. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. Just think about that for a second. They're going to blame it on the military. Just watch. Just saying. Mm -hmm. That's why we got to have robots in the military. I'm telling you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jason, for the can. Sure. Oh, thank you for reminding me too, bro. Yeah. 
Drop that scratch now. I'm going to drop that scratch when we're playing this. All right. Enjoy this, fuckers. Today marks the 70th anniversary of the signing of an executive order that codified the Lavender Scare, a dark chapter in our nation's history when thousands of LGBTQI plus federal employees were investigated, interrogated, and fired because of who they were and whom they loved. In acknowledgement of this period, President Biden issued the first ever presidential proclamation to remember the Americans affected by this discrimination, honor the courage of those who fought to end this injustice, and celebrate the many important contributions of our nation's LGBTQI plus public servants, including members of our armed forces. I have the great privilege of serving with some of these individuals every day who work here at the White House and across federal agencies on behalf of the American people. Under President Biden, LGBTQI plus leaders are serving at the highest levels of government. We've got the first openly gay Senate confirmed cabinet, the first openly transgender Americans to be confirmed by United States Senate, and the first open lesbian to serve at the ambassador level as well. Today, this administration joins Americans across the country to honor the lives impacted by the Lavender Scare and renew our commitment to equal rights for all. In this moment, when we are seeing attempts to erase LGBTQI plus history from classrooms, we are committed to telling it. Well, 1953. Good luck with that. 1953. What? The year my mother was born was the Lavender Scare. Have you ever even heard of the Lavender Scare before? I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. Okay. She's talking about how in 1953. Yep. They went after the homos in the government. They basically said that they were degenerates and um, bad examples to children. And they they interrogated people that they suspected were gay. Um, and they they shut down, you know, this is post the roaring 20s, post-World War II, immediately post-World War II. Um, this was the McCarthy era. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Oh. oh, so you're talking about, hold on. Hear me out on this. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the time when McCarthy found out that 90% of the people that were spies were also gay. Correct. Because what they found out is that spies had to do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of different things put them in a lot of different situations that a whole lot of us wouldn't know whether to shit or get off the pot. Spies, on the other hand, uh, exactly. They just do it. And um, hmm, interesting that you bring that up. Because now that we're talking about spies, let's bring up a spy we all know. Joe? Big time. Joe the spy. We know he's a spy. Joe the spy. He'd been selling us out since the day wow. he got elected Hot 280 minute. years ago. Or however old he is. Because apparently he's an old some bitch. And yeah, he's uh, he's showing it these days. By the way, the one thing I thought when I got to be president, I'd get to give orders. But I take more orders than I ever did. And you're right, babe. What's your name? Wow. You take more orders than you ever did. Who do you take those orders from, Joe? Uh, the earpiece. Who's giving you orders, Joe? The earpiece. The earpiece. Because, um... No, stop it, V-Lynn. It's earpiece. Mm -hmm. favorite movie was the new movie 
that was about that guy who flies jet planes. You know who I'm talking about? Top Gun. Did you see? Did you see Top Gun Maverick? That's been my favorite movie I've seen this year. Well, that's funny because it's a not woke movie. Figures. Interesting. Interesting. Top One Maverick. Yeah. I. I. I did he even say that? Yeah. Oh. Yes, baby. Was it like in the White House? Well, what's it like in the White House? Well, here, come here. Come on, come with me. I'll show you. You hang with me for a minute. And I, you don't want to go in the White House? Okay. All right. No, I don't okay. want to go in a room with you. Not with you. No. You fucking weirdo. God. <sighs> Peace and help people going. I'm going to take two more. I'm getting myself in trouble here because your parents are saying, when's he going to stop? And my Secret Service agents, they're packing, so I got to be careful what they tell me. I'm going to. Uh-huh. I can only hope. You told a whole bunch of kids, you got to be careful what you say because your Secret Service agents are packing. I can only hope. All right. The last country I've traveled, I'm thinking what's the last one I was in. I, oh, where was that? I've, I've been was to 89. Ireland. Met with oh. 89 heads of state oh. so far. So uh, I'm trying to think. What was the last? Where was the last? Ireland. Ireland, Joe. Ireland, Joe. Um, I was. Ireland. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. Ireland. Oh yeah, Ireland. That's, oh, that's yeah. where it was. Oh yeah, because I'm Irish. How'd you that. know that? Fucking retard. How'd you know that? Oh, I don't know. I don't even remember. How'd you know that? How'd you know that, Joe? Fucked up. You douchebaggy. Anyway. Douchebaggy. And I mentioned President Biden in the Rose Garden yesterday during that press conference. There was also a moment in that press conference where a photographer captured the notes that President Biden was holding in his hand. And there appeared to be one with the reporter that he was going to call on, the first reporter he called on during that press conference. And now there are allegations about whether or not he had the question in advance. What is the White House saying about what happened here? Well, Caitlin, it's not uncommon for the White House to prepare these types of briefing materials for the president, but it's the level of, spec of specificity that is in the spotlight in this moment. As you noted, that note card included the name and photo of a reporter and also a possible question. Now, it's worth noting that her question uh, was not identical to what was on that note card and the her outlet uh, said. Holy shit! What? Did CNN just report the news? No. What? No. Yes, they did. No, no, they tried to cover it because remember she. No, she, that was objective no, look, journalism. No, she just said, but it's it, you have to note that the the question on the note card wasn't exactly the same as what she said. Because, you know, there was like one or two words that were different. No, that's fine. But they were doing it. On CNN. Holy shit. No. I'm amazed. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Don't have a heart attack, babe. Holy fuck. Okay. CNN is reporting okay. the news again. No, no, no. It's not again. No, they've it, never done it before. It was a blurb. <laughs> they've never done it before. You fuck. can't say again if they've never done it before. Right. I mean, For I'm just saying. Time. Yeah. I mean, they were actually <sighs> reporting the news. They said something that was negative. Negative. Yeah, about Joe Biden. Because they're setting it up to get him out. All right. That, that was CNN. Hold on. Would you stop, 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 please? You're going to... Nope. I'm sorry. You got to shut it all down. Is that the dogs just trying to get in? Yes. Okay. So... Retards jumping out the door. Uh, I don't think... I don't think Seamus... Actually, I think... I think you... Um, 
interrupted uh, the the inflagrante while I was in Texas b- before um, uh, completion of the coitus. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so, because hun, what the fuck are you doing? Are you for real? Just say it. Look, right. <laughs> I stopped them from fucking. Gotcha. <laughs> they were going at it, but you kind of stopped them in the middle. So anyway, they were knee deep, but there was no hook in action. So I thought okay. that was weird. So yeah. So um. So. Then she was all like ass up to him today. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I put the bitch in a skirt. I put her in a fucking chastity belt. Come here. Come here, bear. It's not electrified or nothing, is it? No. And then I put her ass in a diaper. So Boo Bear is wearing a skirt. She feels so ashamed. She really does. She's like, what the fuck's going on here? And as soon as I put it on her... She doesn't look at me like... As soon as I put it on her, Seamus was like, oh, well, I guess I ain't getting any of that ass. And he went and laid down somewhere else. (laughs) Yes, I know. Whine about it, Seamus. You'll be okay. bitch. God, he's (laughs) such a bitch. All right, Annie, out. He's a huge... He's a tank, but he's a a bitch. Come on, out. All right, go. Out. 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 Come on, you had your cameo. Out you go, there. Go. Out. Oh. Oh. You won't remember me, Mommy. You'll be gone for five seconds. Jesus. Jesus. All okay. Right. Anyway. So moving right along. <sighs> yes. So here is a good old day DJT's response to Biden's campaign ad announcement. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together, and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in just a few short years, not even close. Thanks to Joe Biden's socialist spending calamity, American families are being decimated by the worst inflation in half a century. Banks are failing, our currency is crashing, and the dollar will soon no longer be the world standard which will be our greatest defeat in over 200 years. Real wages have been falling 24 months in a row. In other words, under Biden, workers have gotten a pay cut each and every month for two straight years. We have surrendered our energy independence, just like we surrendered in Afghanistan, which we had just a short time ago, and the price of gasoline just hit a five-month high. And it's going much higher than that. Under my leadership, we had the most secure border in U.S. history by far. Never had a border like this. Under Biden, the southern border has been abolished and millions of illegal aliens have been released into our communities. What's happening now is beyond belief. They're coming in from mental institutions and prisons are all being emptied. They're being dumped into the United States of America. Many of these people are very dangerous. They're being dumped. We're like a dumping ground. Our cities have been overrun with homelessness, drug addicts, and violent criminals who are being released from jail in mass with no retribution whatsoever while law enforcement is weaponized against law-abiding conservatives or Republicans or people they just don't like. Our children are being indoctrinated and mutilated by left-wing freaks and zealots. The senior ranks of our military have gone completely woke, and our military is suffering greatly. 
Biden has totally humiliated our nation on the world stage, starting with the Afghanistan disaster. Perhaps the most embarrassing event in the history of our country. It meant so much to our enemies when they watched that horrible retreat. Russia is teaming up with China. Iran is days away from a nuclear bomb, not even thinkable. Ukraine has been devastated by an invasion that would never, ever have happened if I was president. And Joe Biden has led us to the very brink of World War III. They say Trump was right about everything. Well, I'm not predicting World War III, but I will say this. We're very close, and they're only talking about nuclear weapons. On top of it all, Biden is the most corrupt president in American history, and that's not even close. Nobody can believe what's going on with, again, no retribution whatsoever. With such a calamitous and failed presidency, it is almost inconceivable that Biden would even think of running for re-election. Inconceivable. Yeah. It is. It actually is. It is inconceivable, honestly. I I don't know who he got. You, you got to remember, folks. All right. Cisco, that's what I hear, too. So blah, blah, blah. And wait, blah, blah. His all it's, it's his ego. With I'm so over him. when it when it when it comes to these presidential campaigns and all this other shit. Right. It's not the candidate running the show. No, he hires a campaign manager for a reason. Wrong side, babe. Other side. There you go. There you go, dumbass. God, it hurts, doesn't it? Doesn't Kinda, it? Yeah. Okay, just making sure uh, you're sitting there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel about Trump right about now. <laughs> no mention of the January 6th president. Prisoners, no mention of the jab. Biden's going to win with 330 million votes this time, Griff, because they're going to count all the illegals. See, I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> exactly. They'll just make them up. See, I mean, yes. See, senor. See, senor. Mexican show up, babe. I know. See, uh, I have a sequima. <laughs> Michaela, you do that way too well. Are you trying yeah. to tell us something? <laughs> no. Um, well, my grandmother was born in Mexico City. What's your point? What are you trying to say? Why are you being racist, huh? Yeah. yeah. Trump went on uh, old uh, Life, Liberty, Lin and Levin the other night. This was a good spot, I thought. I, I gave Trump some credit here. You know, he, you know, for the first time, I thought he was actually a bit of a hard ass. I liked it. I've talked to a lot of important people, Supreme Court justices, presidents, presidential candidates, brilliant people. And talking with you is really the most impressive conversation I've had. Number one, there's very few people who could sit there and speak the way you do from subject to subject to subject to subject if people would let you speak and actually listen to you. While you have the enormous pressure on your shoulders of these grand juries and other things going on, and you still are able to do it. That is absolutely remarkable. 
And as you go through the history of your presidency, and I read these letters in this book, it was a phenomenal presidency. Phenomenal presidency. And the reason you don't get the credit that you deserve is because perhaps that's going to be up to history. When people look back and say, wait a minute, he was right about this, this, and this, and so forth. What happened is you upset the apple cart. That is, Hillary was supposed to win, and she was supposed to be the third term of Obama. And they never forgave you. And we're facing a period in history now, somebody who studies history very carefully, where the country is facing very dangerous change. We're regressing. Uh, and regressing towards what you call correctly this Marxist ideology. And so you're not going to get a fair break from the people in Washington and the media. They want you to do what Republicans normally do, roll over and play dead. And that's clearly not in your personality. I want you to know this is a fantastic book, Letters to Trump. I want to encourage people to get it so you can see what, who Donald Trump, who you were speaking with throughout your life and throughout your career and what they were saying without anybody interfering and involved interpreting it for anybody else. So I want to thank you for all the time you've given us here, and uh, it's been a tremendous honor. Well, thank you very thank much, Mark. God bless you. My great honor. Thank you. It was one of the few, you know, one of the few times I've ever seen Trump really exposed like that. He was kind of like he didn't know where Levin was going. He was like, mm. where is this going? He was kind of sitting there on the edge of his seat. And I, yeah, you're right. It was a blowjob. Yes. Levin gave him a blowjob, but you know what? One of the things I liked about that whole interview series with all of the different letters, like every single letter Trump remembered every single one. He didn't need a note card telling him what that letter is about. He could recall what the conversation, you think Biden could fucking put that shit together. Biden can't remember what he had for breakfast. Exactly. That's my point. He can't remember that. If it was the boy or girl, the last child that he sniffed, you know, I, I'm not don't get me wrong, not sold on Trump because of the jab. And but I do see a new hope of light, a ray of light. I think we have a chance. We'll see. Anyway, we got to go. Mama we'll be bears from millennium. Mama bears from millennium. We'll be back tomorrow. 6 p.m. for the show, 5.45 for the musical prelude, Liana's Lounge. See, and you can see uh, Miss Liana tomorrow morning at 9.05. Unpilled.net. Yes, you can, CC. And uh, yeah, tomorrow's a long show because, uh, of course, Conversations on the Fringe starts later tomorrow. So, yeah. Does it? Because tomorrow's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, but does it start later, though? Because yeah. the last couple Fridays he no, started earlier. Not sure. Last Friday. Okay. Right? Yeah. No. All right. Sure. You're thinking of Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Tuesday's permanent. You're right. Either way. Okay. You can check us out then, and uh, we'll be back um, with hopefully some more content. We got to find. We'll, we'll find. Well, I got to. I have all day tomorrow, so it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Fridays are always big shows because the two of us are home together, and all we do is kind of pull content and talk about it and laugh and then poke fun at each other. Tomorrow I'm having compost delivered. Oh, yeah. So I got to scrape shit for a while. I'll, I'll tell y'all and we'll drop the pill stream before we do the uh, or the red pill stream before we do the outro. But I'll tell you, if you have the opportunity, if you are planting, if you're gardening, if you're you're doing that, go to your local landscape supply store um, 
your local landscape supply and usually they'll they'll deliver you three yards of compost um, or however much you need. It's a lot cheaper and a lot better than buying it by the bag. By the bag, I mean, you're looking at it's like 11 bucks for one bag that maybe fills. You're talking about like two three yards. Buckets. Three yards is like a hundred thousand or like roughly a hundred thousand pounds. Roughly. Yeah. That's, that's how much you're getting. That's what we yards. had delivered. We yeah. had four yards delivered last time. We had three yards delivered the first time. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about a hundred thousand pounds yeah. of fucking yeah. compost for less than a lot for less than $300. Yeah. You know how many, I mean, $300 would buy you maybe 30, 30 bags, bags, 30 maybe, bags of soil. Maybe. 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 With tax, maybe. Exactly. And, and by the way, then you have to transport it with your gas mm -hmm. back to your house. Yeah. So, and when you get compost from your local landscape supply, it's local compost with local bugs from your local ecosystem that makes your local plants grow a lot better. Yeah. So, without all the chemicals and extra added shit. Um, anyway, so... That's good cheap a, way to get some good compost. Yeah. And uh, like you do it right, lasts you the whole season. So anyway. So either way, yep. uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. We'll see you then. And check out Miss Liana tomorrow yep. morning at 9.05 over on pill.net. Liana's uh, Liana Wilbert, the TNA variety show. Check you it out. It. It's a lot of fun. We're all in there in the morning. Mm -hmm. Trust me. There's a, he, she has a, it's a blast. There's a bunch of us. It's a blast. Mm -hmm. So check it out. Either way, for the Mick and V-Lynn, have a great night, fuckers, and we will see you later. Thanks for watching. Drop the red button.
I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty South with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck a welfare, no, I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out.